0: Welcome to the final week of the year. We say goodbye to 2022 and usher in 2023 with the hopes that it'll be better. Please, we could use a good year, finally. Anyway, I'm Nicole Sandler, and I'm taking a week off. But I've assembled some shows drawing from 2022. Each day this week, we'll feature another program from the year now ending. Since last week, we had a visit from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, a history-making address to a joint meeting of Congress. I thought we'd go back to February. We were warned that war was coming. And so I decided to call to Ukraine, as I tend to do, and I thought I'd share some of those calls with you today. The first one was made on February 17th, just a few days before the invasion began. But there are reports that there was mortar fired at a, an elementary school in eastern Kiev, or Kiev, I'm sorry, it's pronounced Kiev now. I don't really know what I could do other than try to call over to Ukraine and see if we can find someone who speaks English. The telephone, and especially during the age of the, the internet with voice over IP, things like Skype makes calling very easy. Um, we can do that. So I pulled up some hotels. I didn't want to try a big chain like a Hyatt or a Marriott or a Hilton because honestly, they're huge corporations and I don't want anybody who might answer the phone and talk to us to get in trouble. So I found, um, Senator hotels and apartments in Kyiv. There are three locations. And I figure with these, and the, and they have the phone numbers listed on this website. So I figured with three locations, maybe we can get through to somebody. So let's try it. All right, we're going to call the Senator Medan, M A I D A N. Looks like a lovely hotel on Shevchenka Lane in Kiev. And well, let's see. Let's try to let's try to call it. Oh man, okay, Ukraine. And the phone number is uh, da da da. So I have to do four four and two. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the country code is three eight zero. But I think I think um, Skype automatically puts it in. All right, we're calling a hotel, the ho- the Senator Maidan in Kiev, Ukraine, to see what they can tell us.
1: Hi, uh,
0: do you speak English?
1: I'm sorry, I don't speak English. No. I'll be uh, home tomorrow morning uh, 7 o'clock.
0: Tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock? You're going
1: home? i Morning, morning, 7.
0: Okay. Is there anybody there who does speak English?
1: Just a
0: moment. Okay. He actually speaks okay English. Yeah? Seven
1: o'clock,
0: okay? Oh, okay. All right, thank you.
1: Sorry, sorry, bye. Oh, No
0: problem, bye. All right, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do at seven o'clock, but obviously he, he, well, he doesn't speak very good English. Let's put it that way. So let me try a different location. Let's try the Senator City Center. Um, so again, I go 4-4. Four, four. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. So we're calling a different location now. But at least we're getting through to somebody. The Senator City, Center.
1: Morning, Senator City Center.
0: Hello. Do you speak English?
1: No, a little.
0: A little. Is there anybody there who does speak English You can talk to me for a moment?
1: Uh, no. no. Administrator, don't walk in. It's uh, night.
0: It's but night, oh, I see then,
1: uh, it's I'm um, security I see Only after eight uh, am we'll be administrator.
0: Oh, I see well, maybe you can answer something uh, because it sounds like you're understanding at least a little bit
1: maybe uh, maybe
0: maybe uh, my name's Nicole. I'm calling from the United States, and we're worried about you guys. How are you doing? Are you okay?
1: I'm okay yeah no everything okay you okay.
0: Are you worried that the Russians are going to invade?
1: No, no, everything okay. We're working in uh, in Kiev. You're working okay. in Kiev. Yeah, ev- everything's okay. Working, yes. Do
0: you notice yeah. troops anywhere? Do you notice the Russians building up to to do to, to do bad things? No. no, we don't know
1: what Russian, but no, we hope uh, everything will be good.
0: I hope everything will be good too. You yeah. know that we're we're rooting for you, right?
1: <laughs> yes, but now no, everything okay. In Kiev. everything working and no.
0: So things are good right uh, now, uh, and yeah, are you you're not right. worried?
1: Well, what? what
0: are are you not worried?
1: No, little bit, but uh, but we hope.
0: You, I, we hope, too.
1: Everything okay. Everything Do, okay will be.
0: Is there anything you want to tell people here in America, that, that, on behalf of you and your friends in Ukraine, of what's going on and what you want us to know?
1: Mm. Sorry, I don't, I, I don't understand. Little, oh. Because little speaking. Sorry, uh, sorry.
0: You're doing very, very well. I, I know a little um, uh, Russian. Spasiba. Bolshoi, spasiba. Uh-huh. Spasiba.
1: <laughs> so, sorry for my English if you want, you can uh, uh, call back tomorrow after 8 a.m. After 8
0: okay, what time is because, it there now? What
1: t- Now it's um, uh, 12, 12. Oh, 12 it's after 9. midnight
0: now, I see.
1: Midnight, okay. yes, midnight, midnight, yes. Gotcha, midnight.
0: all right. Yeah. Okay, well, you take care eight, of yourself. Eight, what?
1: Yeah. What, what?
0: I was going to say you stay safe, okay? Take care of yourself and stay safe. Uh uh-huh. You have friends here. We have friends here. We don't want any harm to yeah. come to you.
1: Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Come to us. Everything okay? We hope everything will be okay.
0: I hope so too. Thank you. Thank you for talking to me.
1: Thank you. Thanks.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Have a good day. You, you too. Bye bye. All right. Well, that was the second location. You know, for people who say they don't, they don't. Um, you know, speak English. They're doing okay. I, I've got one more location. Should I try the third location? Duke uh, Ukrainian is different. Yes, Ukrainian is a different um, language than Russian. You know, Ukrainian is a is a language. Russian is a language. Kazakh is a language. When when I was in Kazakhstan, adopting my daughter, you know, I learned a little bit of Kazakh, but it, that was it. Was more difficult to come by. Russian was easy. Well, not easy to learn, but easy to find Russian uh, language programs to learn a bit of Russian. And most of the people who spoke Kazakh regularly also spoke Russian. So, but (laughs) it's kind of a moot point because I'm not speaking either one right now. I mean, I remember, spasiba is thank you. Spasiba Bolshoi, thank you very much. uh, Because I said those words a lot when I was over there. All right, let's try one more. We may as well just try the third one which is the senator um, of Victory Square. Uh, And who knows? But it is after midnight. So uh, I'm glad I didn't just find a random phone number to call (laughs) because I'd get some angry people on the other side, I would think. Okay, so... Okay, so let's try this third and final uh, of the senator hotels and apartments in Kiev. This is on Dimstrivska Street. Senator Victory Square, this one's called. Oh, but these, oh, they're, they're all apartments. Hi. Uh, Senator. H- hello. Uh, do you speak English? Uh, no. No. Is anybody there? No. Does anybody speak English? Uh, no, speak English. No, speak English. And the administrators speak English. Oh, and it's late there now, right? It's after midnight. No. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Spasiba. Um, uh, uh, thank you. All right. You take care. Welcome, bye. Bye. Oh, well. Yeah. See, uh, it's not like some other countries where you can easily get through and, um, find someone who speaks English. Well, huh. You know, I'm even looking at the map and everything on the map. It's not like when I tried calling, um, where did I call the other day? Where Oh, to Canada, duh, where the map, you can, you know, you can read the map and see. It's all written in like Cyrillic. There's a Cyrillic alphabet. And then there's words written out in the, yes, in the English language, or English uh, alphabet. But I still can't pronounce. Yes. You have a better chance of finding someone who speaks English at a larger hotel? At a, I know I have a better chance of finding someone who speaks English at a larger hotel. you know Okay. Like yeah, all right. So, you know, I tried to stay away from the larger hotels, but... Let's let's uh, do one more look. The intercontinental. Let's see, did they give me the phone number? That's what it always comes down to. Okay, there is a phone number here. We'll try this last one, the intercontinental, um, because we can. All right, so that number is, again, I'm calling Ukraine. So the country code, you have to do plus 380. Then it's 44393. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, calling the Intercontinental Hotel. Last try. and then and then we'll just give up and just hope that everybody's okay. Yes, hi. Do you speak English?
2: Yes, of course.
0: Yes, yay, hi. My name's Nicole. I'm calling from the United States, and we're kind of worried about you guys over there. How is everything in Kiev right now? Um, now
2: it's okay, <laughs> so no, uh, we don't have bombs or something else. So the still situation.
0: That's good, but are you worried? Uh, what What do you know? Are they telling you anything?
2: Um, no, we just we have our normally life, so
0: you sh- you shouldn't be worried. We shouldn't be worried. We we you know we are worried. Yes. we see what what Yes,
2: I can. I can understand, but now we have still situation now, and no, no, any news or about war or
0: something else. So you feel pretty good about things. Do you like President Zelensky?
2: Mm, yes, of course.
0: Yes, is he funny, or is he better as a comedian or as a president?
2: No, he is a president.
0: Right, but he was a comedian before, right?
2: Yes, yes, he was.
0: But he's doing a good job as president, you think?
2: Yes, yes. That's... I'm good with him, really.
0: Good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And you don't feel threatened? There aren't, like, Russian troops sitting on the edge of the city, ready to come in and take over?
2: Uh, yes, of course, we are worried about this. But now we have a still situation. No, uh, Especially in Kiev, is
0: still a normal life. It's stable and normalized. Okay. And is the government telling you anything? Are they telling you to prepare? You know, they closed the U.S. embassy. They told everyone to get out.
2: Uh, Really? I didn't know this. Yeah. Maybe it's just the news or it was, or are you sure about
0: it? I'm sure about it. Yeah. They're warning us over here. I mean, our government, the U.S. intelligence, seems to believe that Putin and Russia are going to invade any time now.
2: Mm-hmm. okay i understand i see but um, we don't have this information so we have visitors also in our hotel and guests
0: and everything so, is kind of business everything is business as yes. usual okay
3: yes yes
0: okay now i heard something that uh, that at uh, a school like a kindergarten got hit by uh by a bomb or mortar in kiev do you know anything about that
2: um, I guess we have a usual situation, but now maybe uh, we also have like a a little bit a quarantine because of like coronavirus. So right. like this, but not about war.
0: Not about war. You didn't hear anything about a school, about a, a school being hit by, um, by gun, by a bomb or something, huh? Shelling in eastern mm-hmm. Ukraine. Here's oh. what. Look from the Washington Post. It says um, a kindergarten I, in eastern Ukraine I'm- was was one of the structures hit by artillery from Russian-backed separatists Thursday. Um, So you're you're not aware of that?
2: No, I didn't know this. So maybe I'm the wrong person who can speak about this because uh, I I really didn't know about any news, especially what you have in your country because in our country, you know, it's different.
0: Right. You you don't get as much information. Right. Yes. Well, I just, Mm -hmm. you know, what I wanted to talk to a regular person. That's why, you know, I just called a random hotel because I don't want to talk to a government official or a journalist. I want to talk to somebody who's just an average Ukrainian to see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so far, you're feeling pretty confident that everything's going to be okay.
2: Yes, I'm sure about it.
0: Okay. Well, um, our thoughts are with you. You know, I've got you've got friends over here in the U.S. Right.
2: Are uh, fr- you uh, uh, speaking about friends?
0: You have friends here in the United, the United yes, States. We are yes, concerned so, about yes, you guys. of course. Okay.
2: Yes. It, in the United States and uh, in different uh, countries, in Poland, a lot of uh, my friends call me and ask me about this. Uh, and so, and because they have uh, different information that we have.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's why. Different countries yeah. are reporting different things. And I'm guessing inside Ukraine, um, there, there's limits to what you're finding out, what you're hearing about. Well, I hope yeah. you're OK. I'm glad things are quiet there now. Yeah. Do you see the Russian yeah. troops are like surrounding at the borders or anything or you don't even you're not even aware that they're there?
2: Yeah, I know about this, because uh, if we're speaking about, my uh, uh, like capital in Kyiv or a uh, western part of our country, it, everything okay. But if we start speaking our eastern part, right. you know, we have war, and yes, because our borders with Russia have a lot of, like, army, and that's all. So our east part is a little bit dangerous. It's not a little bit, it's uh, actually dangerous. Yes. So, but, but in the capital, here in the western part, everything, okay?
0: I see. Yes, and apparently this kindergarten is in eastern Ukraine, where the, I guess there are some, there, it's, yes, it's exactly. not quite yes, so safe. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. All right, well, I just wanted to check in. Thank you so much for answering the phone and for talking with me. You're and I, you know, just passing along our our best wishes and our hopes that everything is okay and to let you know that you do have friends here. Yes. Yes. Of course. I have. All right. Well, thank you for talking to me. I hope you have a great night thank and you. things stay nice and peaceful there.
2: Thank you very much. Okay. I very it. Thank you. Thank
0: you. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, it seems <laughs> that things are a lot scarier over here than they are there, and I don't know if the question, if it's a question of. You know, uh, the press is not allowed to report on what's happening or that what we're hearing is a hell of a lot more inflammatory than what's actually going on there. You see, this is why I like talking to regular people. She doesn't know. She didn't know about the kindergarten. This kindergarten, by the way, let me, it was in Eastern Ukraine. It was one of civilian structures hit by artillery from Russian backed separatists. Uh, This is according to Ukrainian officials who say heightening tensions in a region already on edge as Moscow's forces mass along the Ukrainian border. Three adult employees suffered concussions, the military said in a statement posted to social media, but it appeared children were unharmed. Thank goodness they were in a different room, according to local media reports. But the article I'm reading from the Washington Post says shelling near the demarcation line in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region is common. But the wave of activity on Thursday appeared more aggressive than usual. Meanwhile, pro-Russian separatists accused Ukrainian government troops of opening fire on its territory, which Ukraine's armed forces denied. Ukrainian soldiers are under instruction not to return fire. See, one of the reports we've gotten is that Putin is is instigating these false flag operations. So this is what that's talking about. Pro-Russian separatists accusing Ukrainian government troops of opening fire. That's not what's happening, but they are trying to set these false flag events in motion to give them cover to go in and, I guess, start shooting up the place. Let me go back to that poster that I shared with you a week or so ago that says war is not healthy for children and other living things. No war. How about we stop this madness now? That was February 17th, just a few days before Putin invaded Ukraine. And I think about that hotel clerk often, wondering what she thought when the bombing began. Now we're going to jump ahead about a week it was a few days after it began, and it was the first time I spoke with a woman who has since become a really good friend. So you know how I like to call around, and I keep thinking, you know, before the actual invasion last Thursday, we reached out to Ukraine. We called the Intercontinental Hotel um, in Kiev and spoke with a woman there who, she was just like, oh, We're fine. Nothing's happening here. It's all good. You know, maybe in the east like the Dumbass region, she was saying there's stuff going on there, but we're fine here. Nothing's happening here. We'll, We'll be okay. She has been on my mind so much in the last few days because all I can think is she's probably thinking, oh, my God, I got that really strange phone call from that woman in America who said, you know, that a war is coming and because they knew nothing. They weren't being told anything. And and just what, what she thinks about that. These are the things that I think about. So earlier today, I thought, you know, maybe I should call there again. I know journalists are staying at hotels. I know that, you know, people who live there and work there still have to be there. Not everybody was able to get out. But I didn't want to... Do it live on the air because last time it, t- it took up most of the most of the program. Um, so what I did was I looked around and I thought instead of calling a big chain hotel, let me find something that just speaks to me. Right. So I'm looking around, looking around, and I see on the map a hostel, uh, like you know, like a youth hostel. These are very inexpensive hotels uh, that really cater to young people, people who are backpacking across Europe or whatever. And I found one that was called, um, uh, hold on, let me pull up the name of it, because uh, it's called Friends Forever Hostel. Not not H-O-S-T-I-L-E, H-O-S-T-E-L. It's a, here, let me read the description of it for you, and it looks beautiful. Um, It says uh, Friends Forever Hostel is a new hostel in the very center of Kyiv, Within walking distance from the hostel, there are many cafes, bars, and restaurants for every taste and money. Visiting the hostel, you'll be pleasantly surprised by the prices. Friends Forever Hostel also has one of the top-rated locations in Kharkov. Um, Anyway, so, I mean, it had like five stars, a 9.0, superb rating. Um, And again, the rates, it's like, you know, 26 bucks for a room or something. Very, very reasonable. And the thing is, the name of the place is written in English, right? And um, even on the sign, it, I'm looking at the photographs of the this hotel and on the wall inside the lobby, it's called Friends Forever written in English. And I thought, all right, I'm going to call there. And sure enough, I did. So I, I called and I just had the tape. Around. I didn't record video, but I recorded audio. And the, the, the connection wasn't great, And obviously she's got a thick accent, but, but listen, listen to this conversation and realize how 180 different from the conversation I had with a woman at the Intercontinental Hotel in Kiev, um, less than a week ago. Here's how it went. Hello? Hi, do you speak English? Yes, I speak English. Hi, my name's Nicole. I'm calling from the United States, and I'm just calling to check in and see if you're okay.
3: Yes, I'm mean, I yeah, after like, five days, stay underground. It, it's not a fun.
0: No, no. Is there, are, there, are there troops around where you are?
3: Underground. Minus one floor, you know, underground. like, five days all the time. It's, like, fighting
0: wow so you're you're hiding underground basically you're you're staying safe underground yes what what would you like the rest of the world to know what can we do to help you
3: oh my darling uh, if you send me uh, to this number like in telegram i will would ask because we'll try to help to ukrainian army and uh, any woman who pregnant like all that, may try to uh, send money, and uh, everybody helps to uh, each other. And uh, if you can help, if you uh if you can some reserve for help, uh, I will I will send to you what we need.
0: Okay, so send you send you like a text to this number.
3: Yes, please. Uh, Yes, uh, if if it's better if you can uh, send me, I'm not sure what is true number because I doesn't uh, I doesn't see your number, you know. If you can send me to my, this number to Telegram or message just uh, about help, I will ask you about some
0: help. Okay, okay. What what is your what is your first name? Don't give me your full name. Just give me your first name.
3: Uh, my name is uh, Tatiana.
0: Tatiana.
3: Tatiana. I'm like. Yes, okay. Tatiana, I'm owner. I'm owner of hostel. You're the owner there. In oh Central. my
0: goodness! Well, yes. I do. A, I do a radio show. Um, I want to get the word out as to how you're doing and what people can do to help. So I will send you a text. And um,
3: thank you, Madame. Thank you very much for for your caring about 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 people. Thank you.
0: Here in America, you are in our thoughts, and we want to help. We really want to help.
3: Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. All
0: right, Tatiana, take care. Big hugs. Thank, you. Thank be, you. Be safe. Bye. Bye-bye. Tatiana, uh, she's the owner of that little hostel, that little hotel is what it is, inexpensive in, in the heart of, of Kiev, Ukraine. I tried texting her. I tried texting her through Skype, which is how I called her because I've got a Skype out number. And I text with other people through there, but I don't know if she got it. I didn't get a response. So then I texted her from my cell phone. I still haven't heard back from her. I am going to, you know, it's now very late. So I don't want to call because if by any chance she's able to sleep, I certainly don't want to wake her up. You know, I'm sure sleep is uh, not easily accomplished over there right now. So, But I will try calling her again tomorrow. Because look, if we can just touch one person and and there she is in the middle of keep underground, basically what it sounded to me like is she has been in the basement. She's been a floor down for five days. Yes. Yes. Hi David. Yeah.
3: See if she's if her number works on WhatsApp. A lot of people in foreign countries use WhatsApp. Okay, well
0: I, I mean I was able to call through Skype. So I mean I, it was just the texting that I don't know if if that worked or not. I just haven't heard back from her yet. So anyway, I I will follow up with her because she's there. She's obviously not leaving Kiev and it sounds like she's not leaving the basement. She said we're underground 5 days now. <sighs> now, someone mentioned the Cold Open on Saturday Night Live. And it was a choir singing a Ukrainian song for peace, I guess. It was just so sad. It it tugs at the heartstrings, right? Because we are feeling, thinking, breathing, feeling human beings. And it makes me wonder about the people who are singing the praises of Putin. And I just, frankly, don't get it. That man... People are either saying there's something really wrong with him. There are those who are worried that there's a screw loose. Well, you know, we've known that for a while. But that there's a headline I read in one of the articles that I read today in my travels that said things are not going as he expected. And many are worried that he'll do something really stupid because he's so Angry, frustrated, freaked out, whatever. And the thing that that gets me is that he keeps talking about <laughs> nukes. That you know, he's got nuclear weapons. Well, would he be that reckless to use them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you think of anything that would that would uh, preclude him from doing so? Because I certainly can't. I really can't, and that should scare us all. The encouraging thing is that there are other countries are coming, ganging up and saying this is not okay. Countries that are not in NATO, Finland's not NATO, and they're saying we're in. Switzerland, the great neutral country of the world, is saying this is not cool. Um, we're in. They're in with sanctions. They're in with uh, other uh, actions against what Putin is doing against Ukraine so that, I don't know, that maybe it's it's we're fighting back. The world is going to fight back. But then you have the people on the Fox Not News channel and I just don't understand it. So Marjorie Q. Green speaks over the weekend at some white supremacist rally. I know I don't have audio of it. The speakers there... Are praising Putin? They got the crowd to cheer for Putin. What am I missing? So Fox, who's been on the Putin, you know, uh, echoing the former guy who said he's a genius, he's genius, it's brilliant, he's savvy. They were, of course, echoing his words. And I'm getting this secondhand because I don't watch Fox, so I, I'm just trusting others <laughs> reporting on it. All of a sudden, they've done a complete of about face. But they're still blaming Joe Biden for Putin invading Ukraine, but saying, no, we've got to we've got to support the the Ukrainians. They don't have any belief system. It's all about owning the libs, that to use their term. It's about going against us. It's about pissing us off. It has nothing to do with what's right for the planet. That was from February twenty eighth. Just a couple of weeks into the war, first time I called to the Friends Forever Hostel in Kiev and spoke to Tatiana, who I later come to know as Tanya, who's become a friend. She wound up leaving Ukraine for a few months, going to Poland and then Dubai, which is where we caught up for a nice long conversation. Our first time really talking since our initial conversation just days after the war began. You know, if you've been listening to this program for any amount of time, for the last six weeks, um, I've been communicating with a woman named Tanya. So we met, we met when I, you know, just, I guess it was days after the bombing began. So the the, uh, Putin's assault on Ukraine started on February 24th. I had called because I tend to do that. I like to call Uh, places around the world where there's stuff happening. And so a few days before the invasion, I called a hotel in Ukraine. And the woman I spoke to, I, I swear I have nightmares about this, because she was like, oh, we're fine here. Yeah, in the east, maybe there's problems, but we're okay here. Nothing's happening here. And all I could think is after the bomb started falling, oh, my God, that woman probably says, that somebody called me from the United States and, you know, what what she must think about that weird phone call she got out of the blue. Anyway, after the bombing began, I realized there are still lots of people in Kiev. And that's when I looked up to you know, to find another place to call. And I thought rather than call a big hotel chain, there are a lot of hostels in Kiev. Um, hostels are, you know, I, I know them as youth hostels because it's usually young people who travel like that. And they, they have a lot of dorm-like rooms and it's very inexpensive and it's a safe way for people without a lot of money to travel. And in, in uh, Ukraine, it looks like they've got a number of them. But one of them stood out to me on the listings because it was called Friends Forever. And when I clicked through and looked at the pictures and stuff, Friends Forever was written in English and I thought, okay, this, this, this one is speaking to me. So I called. And I had a, a nice brief but very nice conversation with a woman who told me her name was Tatiana. I've since learned that she, she you know, friends call her Tanya. So we call her Tanya now. Um, and she was in the stairway having just like peeked out. But they were back down in the basement, which is where they were trying to stay safe from any incoming bombs. And so we decided then that we would communicate via the Telegraph app. And we have been for the last six weeks or so. And all the while, I told her I wanted to, you know, that I was keeping you guys abreast of our conversations and how she was doing. And she fled. They left uh, Kiev and they went to a small village. And then her husband talked her into going with her friend and her friend's little boy, who happens to be Tanya's godson, to Poland. The men couldn't leave, but they wanted the women and, and Mark, the little boy, to get out. So they went to Poland. They were there for about a week. And, um, you know, she was having, you know, I guess I'd call it survivor's guilt. Anyway, her sister lives in Dubai. And her sister sent three plane tickets for Tanya, her friend, and the little boy to come be with them in Dubai. And all the while, I've told Tanya, whenever you're ready, I would love to talk to you. And I know that my listeners want to hear from you, too. So finally, I mean, she's been having a rough time of it, as as is understandable. So we made a plan yesterday to talk this morning. Dubai is eight hours ahead of us. So 9 o'clock a.m. here was 5 p.m. there. And so we set up for her to join me on Zoom so I could run, you know, so I could play it back for you all. And... Go figure. At the appointed time, there she was. We could see each other, but she couldn't get the audio working on her end. So for like 20 minutes, we went back and forth trying to figure this out. And finally, finally, we realized, okay, I could call her. So I called her. Actually, I couldn't call her phone because her number is a Ukrainian number and it wouldn't go through. So I called her on her sister's phone. (laughs) Dubai number, and Tanya was talking on the phone, but still on the video through Zoom. Now, here's the other rub. She's got a thick accent. I mean, her English is really good, but at times it's difficult to understand. Now, I think YouTube has a closed captioning option, and at the bottom of the video, if you're watching on YouTube, I think you can click on the, the CC, and maybe they'll put up uh uh captions, I don't know. But YouTube chat, I'm gonna watch you and um, you tell me if you really can't understand her, then I'll I'll cut the interview short. But I, I want try to listen. I mean I, I missed every probably third or fourth word, but I was able to get the gist of the conversation. So I'm gonna use you guys in the in the um in the chat. You will see her. I'm gonna use you guys as a barometer though. As to whether or not you can understand it if I should keep the interview going. Either way, if I wind up having to cut it off here, I will post it along with the show uh, on at the website where I post everyday show. It's it's Nicole Sandler.com slash the date. And today is 4-13-22. All right. So let's not uh let's just go to it. So what you're gonna see here is when we finally decided to connect using with her on the phone. And, you know, with the video. And if you hear a disembodied voice explaining something, that's just me in the background. All right. So here's how it happened. And there she is on the phone. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. It's finally working. Um, It's so nice to see you.
3: Hi. <laughs> it's not easy work. Yes. It's not easy work. I'm
0: so wow. sorry. Oh, don't apologize. Hi. Um, I'm glad mm-hmm. we're able to connect and finally. Finally speak, you know the only time we've talked yeah. is when I first called yes. um your hostel, yeah, it seems yes. like forever yes. ago,
3: yes, madame uh, actually, I want to start to speak with the uh, words hello, my big mom, bear, but <laughs> you know zoom doesn't want to listen to me, so so yes, the first hour talk it would be where I stay underground, yes, yes, and uh, mobile. Uh, doesn't work well, so I ask you text me a message uh, and wait a few days, and after we speak uh, start to talk uh, I think every day, yeah, yeah,
0: pretty much because yeah some,
3: very much sometimes i'm cannot remember what happened this time because uh, my brain sometimes is blocked, I think really, sometimes I understand what whats what today today, oh mm. what happened yesterday? I sometimes cannot remember, but it's normal. It's life. It's my life, Uh, and um, my past life. It was be so wonderful. Yes, of course, I want to return, and I want to everything stay like before. Yeah, Uh, like uh, yeah,
0: it's like. before the bombs started and after um, so your husband yes. is still obviously in ukraine and you yes, were, you were yes. at a village he went back to kiev he went back to the hostel to your home
3: yes he just a few minutes before he sent me a message what he could come back uh, what he come to hostel and check everything because we have just one man who big man he lives maybe one and a half year in hostel. He know everything. And uh, the first day of the war, I just call him and say, Yura, please, take care about the hostel, because I don't know where we're staying. Stay there, please. You can open doors for every people who have trouble, for everybody. If people can something pay, it will be great. We have money for pay, like about power, about water. If people don't have it, you cannot take it. But you can imagine uh, a lot of people who come and sometimes ask, how much is it? And you say, if you can leave something, welcome. And people pay, people won't pay. I cry all the time. I'm all the time cry because sometimes people come from different countries and want to help. Sometimes it's volunteers who have money for each day for living. Sometimes people who just move in, Oh, it's terrible situation. I say, please come back with money for people. People uh, leave my God for good city. Oh, uh, Uh Chernigov. It's after terrible time about Chernigov. People coming, family. I uh, ask uh, where you go, and people say we don't know. We must check because in Lviv it's really high price about uh, rent. And I say, please, you stop here and just imagine how many days, how many weeks, how many months you can stay. People cry and say, I'm so sorry, um, we stay just two weeks, it's possible. I say, yes, yes, please. And people after leave and go to Poland. Yes. Yes, because um, our hostel in center, you know, and sometimes it's scary because... Um, in, um different place a different place in kyiv a uh, different situation yes of course. but center you know because close uh, few kilometers from there safe president and uh, it double uh, scared.
0: <laughs> right so, so um yeah and do do you know did your husband tell you how things are there now Has it quieted down in kyiv
3: Yes um in Kiev It's quiet right now, but you know about racket about nobody cannot say what time yeah. and uh, and, because and sometimes, not sometimes every day every morning I wake up, I take my phone I have uh, maybe ten not 10, 12, maybe fifteen different uh messengers with news. And I um, check everything that I have, and I find uh, about uh, what, what is what is a rate? Yes, a rate, and I just check it. Kids, oh, I must quickly call to my husband, and uh, I must check what he okay because uh, you understand what it's so dangerous. You don't know nothing. Actually, um, one week before, I think it is Friday. Yes it's Friday. My husband called me and say what he he just come back in kiev and after one one uh, evening he goes to france and they're uh, coming in big house like uh, seven men every man uh, leaves family uh, or in um, to Lviv or uh, family go to Poland or Germany and men come back to Kiev. Different day, different uh, situations of about family, but everybody come back to, to mm-hmm. Kiev. And uh, every, every man want to meet uh, and uh, have a dinner and talk about what happened with somebody. And there coming one man, Oh, he has, I, I don't want to talk too much, but he explained triple situation. He uh, have really tribal situation, and he have uh, gun on the head and a lot, yes, yes. Oh my! And this and this man explained about butcher. He was saying butcher, oh, and uh, he say about two hundred fifty die person in one place. I, I check for me what is his name. It's like. Uh, uh, Fraterhals Cold, no? I don't know. Fraterhals Cold, no. So it's the one uh, big place where all the people die, and Russian military put everybody in one place. Uh Uh So he explained the situation and um, it's terrible, but it's just news about my husband. And uh, you can imagine after four days, I see this message in news. So people know a lot. And um, in
0: newspaper, it's coming after a few days. So
3: it's Uh, all the time like that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how, I mean, I know how we're reacting to the news. And it's horrible. You mentioned Bucha. And we're hearing what's going on in Mariupol as well. And it's just... It's yes. just awful. But
3: you know, about Mariupol, I, 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 nobody didn't know what happened. No,
0: because, because you can't get in there.
3: Few information. And we know about uh, what uh, Russian military take a lot of Russian people and to make, um, how to say, uh, take people, put in the bus, and uh, you must go to the Russian. You have just one way. So it's the thousands, thousands people. Thousands, thousands yes. people. So we cannot imagine what happened there because uh, my friends have few military, Ukrainian military who stay there. It's a uh, nice guy, young guy uh, who doesn't afraid nothing because Ukraine, Ukraine must be. And this man say terrible situation, really. So I don't want to uh, read all newspapers because right. I have a lot of news about our friends. And is not too big. Yes, it's big country, but it's not too big. I have a uh, thousand friends from different, different cities. You know, I have my family who live with four different cities, wow. four different situations. Yes, all my family, my uh, cousin, my uh, brother, and uh, brother it's why because he uh, um a chef cook in the boat i don't know how to say uh, but he just come back uh, to to uh, he, he want to come back to ukraine but uh in march yes but he here uh, her family was stay in uh, poland this uh-huh. time so he go to poland yes so half of my family is stay right now in poland uh, my uh, aunt, they in her son, their occupation territory.
0: Okay. There
3: she just uh, doesn't, she cannot use money, electronic money. Oh, I okay. cannot sell to her money. She can take one kilo of salt and to go to people who live there near and change to fish. Oh wow, so you're trading, they're bartering, but not using
0: cash, not using money.
3: Nothing, nothing, never, never, anywhere, anywhere cannot use. So just after a few days, uh, Russian uh, military cut TV, Ukraine, just Russian TV, about mobile, the same, because people want to wake up and make something, and you doesn't have news everywhere, the same.
0: So, you know, so a situation like that, it's my family. Yes. Oh, it's that's, my history. That's, it's heartbreaking. Now, you're in Dubai with your sister. How long has your sister lived yes. in Dubai? Three years. Three years. Three years. So, yes. it's got to be tough for you because you're leaving your home. You had to leave your husband behind because men aren't allowed to leave um, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you and your friend and your godson, Mark. How's he, how he holding yeah. up? How's the little boy holding up? He,
3: he's very nice, he's very nice, but sometimes he wake up in the morning early and, Mama, 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 why it walks here? And, uh, here, uh, have like built, you know, like oh, wow. that. Uh-huh. And uh, all the time, why is different, like ee, 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 something like that. And he afraid, um. he afraid, he afraid, and he all the time. Mama, Mama, I won't come back to Kiev, uh, where it doesn't have sea. It doesn't have
0: what? You no, know, right? Sea. Sea, beach. Sea, oh, a beach, sea. the sea. Uh, Dubai yes, is not sea, on sea. the... I thought yes. Dubai is right on the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. He asked Mama,
3: when we come back to Kiev, where it doesn't have sea. Oh, it doesn't have sea. He, doesn't, yeah. want, he doesn't, doesn't, have, doesn't have sea. I see. He doesn't want sea, he won't care, because he... Yes, and we look at about this and we start to cry because a child, he wants um normal life. And for him, you can imagine, we.
0: Oh, hold on. I lost you. I lost you. And that's where <laughs> the phone line went dead. So we tried reconnecting. A number of times I tried calling her back and it went to uh, some kind of voicemail. I don't think it was the voicemail for the phone, but we couldn't reconnect. And she's like, let's, you know, let's give it like a, a 20 minutes and try again. And so in 20 minutes, we were able to pick it back up. So, hold on, let me, uh, let me bring you that, the second part, which is shorter than the first part. Anyway, back to uh, my conversation with Tanya, who we met from Kiev, who is now in Dubai. And um, we're talking for the first time, well, since, for the hey, first so, time, since the first time.
3: Uh, I have a few minutes more with you, and uh, I want to say thank you, everybody, anybody, all the world, never, never, I don't forget it. Well, you have a lot people. of people—a
0: lot of people out here who really care, who yes. care about what's happening to your country, and care about you personally.
3: Yes, I—I I cannot believe what I see it every day. People, every country, every country—it's like a big, big family. It's my dream, you know. I all the time feel what I'm a child of the world, and I hack uh, and I love every people in the world, but. I cannot, never, never, I cannot imagine what is possible. So many people, the thousands of thousands of people help right now. My country, wake up. Thank we, you. Everybody, we, thank
0: you. Well, and, and we wish we could do more. There's a, a lot of argument over here about what we should be doing. And, of course, the fear of poking the monster and him letting loose with nukes, which is inconceivable, but we just want the killing to stop. Our hearts go out to you, so we're here, and anything we can do to help, we want to help.
3: My darling, thank you very much, but right now about me and about my friend Carrie, my sister, so she like a big papa and we to mama who wait at home and to cook and try to do better, something, think better at home. I'm safe. My yes. friend's safe. My family who stay in Ukraine and my husband, uh, I hope, safe. But thousands, thousands of people in Ukraine need help. And I, every morning I wake up and I say, God, please, tell me what I can do, something good for people, for help. If I can do something, if somebody wants to propose me some help, because I know a lot of volunteers in Kyiv, my friend, who work and also, you know, one girl, she... I asked, maybe you want to leave for Ukraine? She say, no, I have two, three cats. I must stay because with three cats it's not possible to travel. So she at Kyiv. Maybe she can help a lot of people there. Maybe some people who listen me have some idea. Maybe want to do something but don't know who can help. I have person, really my friend.
0: So okay, well, we'll Maybe. stay in touch. Maybe. It's uh, I'm, you know, I hate that this is what brought us together, but I'm I'm so glad to have met you, and uh, to have you as a friend. Yeah. And one of these days, as we say, one of these days we will meet in person. I don't know when, and hopefully Thank Thank hopefully we can all go back to Ukraine and help rebuild, because it's going to need I a lot of help. because it's the best country
3: in the world, We, really. I so love Kiev. I'm not from Kiev. I'm from a small city, but more than 18 years before, I just come in, in Kiev, and I love, I fallen in love. I say, oh my God, I want to stay here. I want to live here. Dubai, it's very nice, but it's not my home.
0: Right. So, Can I ask you just, so, yes. I want to, just want to ask, what made you decide to buy this hostel, to run a hostel in the middle of Kiev? Is, is that the business you were in or what, what prompted that?
3: You know, at first, it's Asia make with me uh, one love about person, about personality, about all the world's people. And uh, when we, we, it's another one time we are calling and I explained, really, we have big, big travel when uh, me and my husband lose everything and we want to just uh, buy a ticket one way to Asia. And there we are meet wonderful place with name, Friends Forever. It uh, would be a small restaurant on the beach. Hmm. And there we understand what we want to open something like that because uh, man, he was the owner and he uh, uh <laughs> he work in this restaurant like cooker like uh cleaner like everything together and he make love and uh be all the time open heart for people you know mm-hmm. he uh, all the time say how are you doing what i can help maybe you need something not about restaurant not about cafe I look at him and understand what it's something crazy i won't be like him and when we come back to kiev after uh, one year we decide to open hostel and to uh, be in love with all people who come in and it's true everybody you can call to any person who uh, who stay in hostel, I have thousand thousand number of phone people because the thousand people text message me the first day of the law. Oh, wow. Say Tanya, 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 please say what you say. So we decide open the place where people feel loved and one hundred percent.
0: That's wonderful. Like that. I, w- I want to come visit. Um, When when all this is over, I want to come stay there. Yes,
3: I meet you in airport. I hope airport (laughs) open. I meet you in airport traditional with bread and with uh, some Ukrainian (laughs) bread. I will buy it, you know, (laughs) in one time. So I will I will hope I see you and I hug you, my darling. Thank you, thank you a lot for everything what you do for. Every call. I'm so sorry what I doesn't until sometimes because oh, uh, my psychology situation it sometimes different, every day different.
0: And as I told you, I, the last thing I want to do is put any pressure on you. Or I just want to to make sure you know that there are people out here who really care. And we've become friends over the last six weeks. I mean, I I, I really care.
3: Doesn't seem something. Please, please, doesn't seem something. Sometimes just I I drink a lot of pills, you know, for uh, my heart doesn't cry like that. Right. So sometimes I'm... But um, I hope everything be... So, very, very nice. I hope so, too. I hope and I kiss everybody and uh, I want to give all my love to every people to stay right now here and interesting what happened in my country. I hope it's it's the first time we're calling, but not live.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. Tanya, please um, send my love to your sister and to Mark. Actually, one second. Maybe I can, because he just wake up. Oh, okay. Mark.
3: Mark. 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 So, I uh, will look at ah, like I'm that. I'm is. so sorry. Hi. Hello. Hello. So Mark, just wake up. So
0: oh,
1: he puts so everything. He puts Thank everything in again. perspective,
0: right? And just having a you know a child there to love that helps helps yeah. get yeah. through this. I would think
3: he he for me it's uh, something magic because uh, he. He all the time positive and he all the time uh, say something uh, funny. So we all the time like uh, to mom, you know, like that. oh oh, it's so good, it's so cute, so a child in this time very big help. Yes.
0: Really. Okay. Well, I'm glad very, he's with big you big and I'm glad you guys are safe. And I know you're worried. <laughs> we are too. And let's just, you know, collective. Thought and prayer and whatever we can send out to the universe Mm -hmm. to bring peace and and make them stop. So we're here with you. Uh, Tanya, it's so great to finally talk to you. And we will talk again. Um, And I'll be messaging you. Sending lots of love. Okay. Okay. With big love. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that is our friend Tanya, uh, who I met six weeks ago. I think two days after the bombing started in Ukraine when um, I called the hostel because I do that from time to time. I call around the world when there are things going on and we stayed in touch communicating over telegram and you've been through it with me. You know, she's having a really rough time of it. I was so heartened to hear her sounding so much better and smiling. She obviously misses home. She misses her husband. Her country is being destroyed, but she's doing very well. Tanya, who stayed in Dubai for about a month or so, and then she went home because she missed her husband and she wanted to be there. I still communicate with Tanya regularly using the Telegram app. And the latest update as Putin is bombing Ukraine's infrastructure, leaving much of the nation without power, without heat, without water. I just wrote to her the other day and, and wrote to Tanya just waking up to the news of dozens of missiles launched across Ukraine, including Kyiv last night, just checking in and hoping you're okay and staying warm. And she wrote back, she said, hello, there was no internet. Even mobile communications are not working well. There was no light for 12 hours. And for 15 hours, there's no water in the tap, but we are alive. We will survive these tests. And after President Zelensky's speech to Congress, I wrote to her saying that he's an amazing man. His trip over here was courageous. His speech was carried on all the TV networks and was brilliant. And she responded, thank you very much for your enthusiasm. I am very proud that he is our president. And with that, we come to the end of another edition of uh, The Nicole Sandler Show on this the final week of 2022. I'll be back with more tomorrow as we count down the days to the end of the year. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy holidays.